Hello, everybody, and welcome to The V-Spot. I'm your host, Andrea Mancuso, founder and CEO of Intentional Healing and Wellness. I created this podcast because I believe vulnerability is our true superpower, and I want to promote a safe space where we can come together and engage in conscious and courageous conversations to encourage individual and collective healing. In the V-Spot, we will choose courage over comfort as we speak our truth and pave the way for others to do the same. For each episode, we will unite in empathy and embrace our superpower as we spend quality time together here in the V-Spot. Thank you for tuning in. To the V-Spot. So this episode is going to be quite different and interesting, and I'm curious to know what your perspective is on it. So certainly feel free to hit me in the DM or email, uh, send me a message, follow up, because I'm curious to know if you experience this episode as exceptionally insightful and potentially life-changing, or do you find it to be morbid by nature? And um, no judgment around wherever you land, but I found this particular content and episode to be exceptionally powerful. And I want to share it with with you in the hopes that you too find that what is offered here, if chosen, has the potential to change the rest of your life. And something that is that impactful and possesses the possibility of power in such a way, I believe to be um, totally worth sharing. So um, this particular episode is going to take a deeper dive into the top five regrets of the dying. Now, as I said, some of you may find this exceptionally, you know, morbid and sad by nature, but I want to suggest that you um, stay open to this particular segment and see what comes up for you. So this information was compiled by a nurse who worked with patients at the end of their life. And by talking to them and spending time with them, she gathered that overall, with all of the thousands and thousands of patients that she worked with, there were some common themes pertaining to what they experienced at the end of their life. And so I'm gonna share them with you today and I'm going to um, ask you to think about your own life. And do any of these strike a chord? Because we're in unique position at this moment in time to know about what is the five most common regrets that are reported towards the end of life. And a lot can be changed with this information. So if any of these ring true, um, know that this information has the potential to change how you spend the rest of your time. Okay, so the first one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. So super powerful. That was the first one and the most common reported um, regret. And so there's an opportunity here to ask yourself, am I living my life according to what I desire, according to how I wanna experience my days Um, according to how I want to navigate my life experiences? Or am I going along with what other people want 
from me, right? And so if you find yourself answering the question according to you are doing what others expected of you, you are doing what others have suggested for you, you are doing what others want for you, there's an opportunity connect to connect with what do you truly desire and make the necessary changes so that you are living your life day by day according to what you want to experience. Um, because after all, this is your journey, right? And so with this powerful insight on deck, there's an opportunity to make a change if it resonates for you. If it doesn't, and you feel that you have been living your life according to your own standards and marching to your beat, keep doing it, keep doing it. The second one that was reported, the second regret that was reported, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And so another opportunity to check in, right? We're going to check in after each regret reported. Does this sound like you? Are you spending much of your life working and not enough time enjoying you know, your downtime, your family, your partner, your children, your friends, yourself, you know, um, have you thrown yourself into work in such a way that you, if you fast forwarded the hands of time could potentially find yourself saying, I wish I hadn't worked so much. So there's an opportunity again, if you identify, Ooh, this one rings true. There's an opportunity to start to practice and cultivate the work-life balance, right? So that um, you experience balance in, in a way that it won't have you feeling as though you put too much into work, you know, at a particular time. And so let's look at the third one. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. This is a big one. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. And what I want to highlight in this is courage, right? Because oftentimes speaking our truth and sharing of ourself, um, whether it be that we're in disagreement with somebody, whether it be that it's just us choosing to use our voice and speak our truth, um, courage is involved, right? For many, it's it doesn't come natural or easy to um, speak up, speak out, articulate, express, be willing to name where it is that you are. And so there's tremendous power in knowing that it has been shared to be one of the top regrets. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Um, and I would say, use this as an opportunity to take inventory. Are you expressing your truth? Are you giving yourself permission to be with your feelings? to share them. Now, this doesn't mean you have to scream them from the mountaintops, right? But if this one resonates for you, it'll stand out where and when it's important that you begin to flex the muscle of courage to expressing your truth. And so take a look, see if it resonates on any level. The fourth one, I wish that I let myself be happier. I wish that I let myself 
be happier. So this is an exceptionally powerful piece too, because what it highlighted was the aspect of choice and the fact that so many people at the end of their lives, when they were speaking with this particular nurse, um, they didn't realize that happiness was a choice. And so I invite you in this moment to connect with, have you recognized that happiness is a choice? I will tell you that for a very, very, very long time, I did not see it that way. I didn't understand it to be a choice. Um, and I, I thought that it was something that was sort of, uh, I don't know, just, a, just something you experienced or you didn't, as if it was happening to you not as if there was any sort of um you know power in making the decision to experience it and so uh when i learned that happiness was a choice it was a very uncomfortable time because i was not used to making such a choice and i don't know if you resonate with that but it was something that was foreign you know for me and so there's an opportunity to look here you know, are you connected to the fact that happiness is a choice? And if you hear this regret again, I wish that I had let myself be happier. There's an opportunity to ask yourself, where are you potentially holding yourself back from experiencing joy? Where can you potentially let yourself be happy? And this speaks to the introspective work that I believe in, that I promote, that I support, that I encourage, you know, because until we learn ourselves, they, we operate in automatic mode and sometimes don't know that we're actually preventing our own joy. And that could be for a multitude of reasons, and that's a whole different episode, but we oftentimes do sabotage our own joy. And so if we look at this regret and learn from it, there's an opportunity to ask ourselves, are we letting ourselves be happy? Where in our lives can we stand to give ourselves just more space to experience the joy? Knowing that when you fast forward all the way to the end, the most common, one of five common reportings, uh, regrets, taps into the fact that they didn't let themselves be happy. And so let's learn from it. And if you are someone who allows yourself to be happy and this one doesn't resonate, keep doing what you're doing, right? And the last one that was reported, the fifth regret, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. I wish that I had stayed in touch with my friends. And so life happens, right? Everyone gets caught up busyness occurs. There's multitasking and a multitude of responsibilities and um, there's a lot to be done. And if we look to this particular regret to learn something, there's value in recognizing that being intentional and making sure that you maintain your friendships is something that is exceptionally important and fulfilling right? And um, on the end has made it made the cut by way of having people feel that they should have done it differently. And so another opportunity to check in, have you been too busy or have you pulled back and sort of set down your 
friendships? Have you gotten caught up in all of the things that you are caught up in, whatever they are, and not right or wrong, good or bad, just information? Have you let some people, and we don't even have to name them friends only, have you let some relationships fall to the wayside by way of being busy, tired, overwhelmed, in relationship, all of it? Where can you put your effort? What relationships are important to you so that you maintain connection and never find yourself saying, I wish that I had maintained this connection? And so again, if you are one of the people who are accurate, like who are on top of your, your relationships and maintaining and keeping connection and listen, connection looks all different ways. It doesn't have to be that you're spending four hours at a restaurant with someone, right? It can literally be a conversation, a text message, you know, a picture exchange, a, Hey, I'm thinking of you. It could be a day out together. Um, it could be watching a movie, whatever it is for you. Are you someone who is maintaining connections and putting effort into? Then great, continue it. And if you are someone who feels when you hear this, like, ooh, I actually have not been doing it. There's power in making a change now, right? So I hope that you found this particular episode to be impactful, profound, eye-opening, insightful, you know, because I, when I came across this, it blew my mind. And I thought to myself, wow, there's so much value to actually tap into here and how significant if we're looking from the, the power of proactivity, is it to have this information on deck to recognize that, whoa, when, when people have gotten to the end, the most common reportings of these five things, um, thousands of people. How can we use that information to ensure that it's not our experience, right? And so it's so, I thought it was significant. I thought that it was valuable. I think that um, there's actually nothing morbid about it. And I felt like there was a responsibility in sharing it because when we know something and have access to it, we most certainly can change things and have a different experience. And so in this conversation of living an intentional life, I want to um, create space and share with you all the different ways that I come across, that I implemented my own life uh, to create a particular experience. And so that is the name of the intentional healing and wellness game. And I wanted to bring this content to the v-spot to share it with you so that you can try on any of the five make the changes where you want to where you need to where you desire to and recognize that you are in position to take action create a change and avoid what is reported to be the five most common regrets experienced by people when you fast forward and and they were at the end of their days. And so um, intentional living is about living your life on purpose and knowing these five regrets. And if any of them or all of them or a couple of them feel like, ooh, it's stung, there's an opportunity to make changes and learn from it. 
And so it's my hope that it inspired you and you know got your wheels turning as much as it did mine. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you about it. I would say, um, be honest when you're taking this inventory and commit to the action required to generate change. Um, nobody has time for regrets. And so when we are in a conversation of intentional living and can prevent that from happening, let's do it. And so thank you for spending quality time with me in the V-Spot for this particular episode. Until we meet again, to be continued. Thank you for spending quality time with me in the V-Spot. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, write a review, and tell a friend to tell a friend to meet us in the V-Spot. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, visit the website at www.intentionalhealingandwellness.com and set up a discovery call. You could also join the Intentional Healing and Wellness community on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll catch you soon.